This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, it's a short slate in the NBA tonight, only four games. Uh, let's start with the Grizzlies and the Magic. We have the Grizzlies road favorites here. Minus five and a half, a total of 226 and a half. I believe both these teams played just last night. So both teams coming off a of back-to-back. Is there any angle that you're willing to uh, risk your money for? Don't you have to go with the Grizzlies here? Don't you? You'd think. You'd think. One would think, as you like to say, Chelsea. <laughs> one would think. Here's the thing. The Grizzlies are awful against the number on the road, but are you really going to make a case for Orlando? They're the third worst offense in the NBA. Conversely, the Grizz are the second best defensive team in the NBA. So they're both coming off back-to-backs here. As long as Memphis doesn't rest anyone, and even if they do, they're looking for their fifth straight, I'd, I'd lay it with the Grizz here. I don't know. Uh, the Grizzlies have led me astray multiple times this year. Yeah. Despite being a winning team, ATS, 19-6-2 uh, overall. And uh, on the road, they've been all right. Uh, no, they haven't, actually. Uh, just 6-12-1 against the spread away. So the Grizzlies, usually a team you want to play at home. Uh, looking at the Magic, they've been pretty good at covering numbers at home, I will say. 13-8 mm-hmm. ATS, and Paolo Bancaro has been dropping some highlight real worthy dogs. I saw one last night. I was like, why aren't more people talking about <laughs> Bancaro? I'm not sure why. Maybe just because nobody cares uh, about Orlando. But last night, the Magic winning outright as one-point dogs over Oklahoma City. Maybe the fact that it's a back-to-back matters. But it doesn't seem like a team to me that uh, is, you know, they're not going to sit players because they don't really have a postseason to play for. So maybe the Magic getting points here. I think it may be one of those hold-your-nose plays, but the Grizzlies have been so bad at covering numbers, and I swear, every time I trust the Grizzlies, they look absolutely terrible. I hear you. That's that's like me and the Raptors or me and the Predators. Those are the two teams, Predators in the NHL and the Raptors in the NBA. Whenever I bet for them or against them, the other thing happens, so I get that. I'm not going to play this, which is I'm going to say about almost every single game here. I would lean Grizz, but I get it. All right, so let's go to a game that even if you don't want to bet on it, it's probably been going to be a great game to watch. Celtics Mavericks. We have the Celtics laying two and a half points, so a good Mavericks team getting two and a half at home. Uh, total 229 and a half. We've talked about how bad the Mavs have been 
covering games at home, but this is a different situation because normally Dallas is not getting points. They are laying points. Uh, but if you look at their ATS record at home, it is kind of tough to back them. They are 13, or excuse me, 7, 11, and 2 ATS at home. And when they've been an underdog, it hasn't gone great for them. Just 1 and 6 straight up when getting points this year. Uh, if you look at the Celtics, 23 and 12 straight up as favorites because we are talking about a short spread here. Uh, but Jenks, I would imagine this is probably going to be a, a pretty solid game. But uh, we've seen it before. Luka can drop 45, 50 mm-hmm. points, and the Mavs can still lose. So do you think there is something worth playing here? I would lean Mavericks here, honestly. And I'm tempted to sprinkle a little money on them on the money line at plus 110. Here's the thing. I expect Luca to go off as well. And his points prop, Chelsea, is through the his points prop is 32 and a hook right now, which is insane. And I think he might actually hit it, particularly in a big matchup. But the Mavericks are playing such good, I almost said football, such good basketball right now. They've won seven straight. They're at home. And the thing about Boston is they have such a great offense, but it hasn't been good recently. They're coming off that awful loss to the Thunder where their defense gave out as well, but they just couldn't keep pace because they weren't shooting the ball. I think Dallas is the right side here. Give me the Mavs plus two and a half. I think this is a great game for player props. When we see these big marquee matchups, and this is clearly the marquee game of the slate tonight. It's a short slate. Luka Doncic is going to be out to prove something. And even in the games in which he has not, you know, had anything to prove, he's been putting up absolutely wild numbers uh even when it comes to his assists and his rebounds so maybe points rebounds assists but the box scores for his last five games he scored 32 60 35 51 and 39 traditionally boston's been a great defensive matchup but they just gave up 150 to the thunder and uh it's been a stretch where their defense has not performed to the level that it once uh, was over like the past two seasons. So I think this is a good play for Luca. I would need to see what his points prop is. It's not listed right now at BetMGM, but also would not talk you off. The Mavs getting two and a half at home. I don't know if the Celtics are just as trustworthy as they once were. Like they're still a great team, but I think we are past the days of, you know, the first two months of the season where they were absolute covering machines. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that too. There was and that's a that's a tricky thing to to sort of try to keep pace up because you can look at overall trends in the NBA, NFL, whatever it is. You say, Oh, this team has been great against a number at home or on the road, but then you realize, oh, a lot of that is weighted towards the beginning of the season. So yes, taking the whole picture into account is something you should definitely do, but also I think the more recent trends are something you should dig into because sometimes those trends that are season long can be a little bit misleading. Yeah. And like I said, uh, it's not a Celtics team that defensively has been up to um, their best of their ability. Uh, let's go to the Jazz and the Rockets. Jazz laying five and a half, 232 and a half is the total. Uh, right now, the Jazz are not looking like a great team to play on the road as they are just seven and 14 on the road straight up. And meanwhile, uh, the Rockets. Three and seven ATS in their last 10. So it's not looking like there is a side that is jumping off the page to me. Jenks, what's the angle? 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, the angle is lay with the Jazz. Do you really want to bet on the Rockets? <laughs> oh, for the love of God. Rockets are on the back end of a back-to-back. They got drilled by the Pels last night. With no rest this season, the Rockets are 2-3 and three against the number. And again, let's just be honest. Who in the hell wants to bet on Houston? I, I hate today's slate in the NFL or in the NBA. I just I cannot stand it. it. It's a short slate, and I keep looking. My favorite game is the Nuggets game, which we'll talk about. But really, Chelsea, man, I, these games are difficult to cap. I just don't like a lot of the matchups. I would lean Jazz minus five and a half because the Rockets are definitely a team you don't want to trust. Well, and also Utah needs to win some games. Like this is probably a good get right spot for the Jazz if there's ever been one. So I think this is a game they probably need to win because they've lost five games in a row. And maybe the time to do it is against a Houston team that's lost nine of their last 10, even though it is a a pretty sizable spread at five and a half. All right, let's get to the Clippers and the Nuggets. We've got the Nuggets laying four and a half here, totaled 225 and a half. So Jinx, I feel like there's something you like here. What is it? I like the Nuggets quite a bit here. If of all my plays on the board, I feel like this is the right side. Now, here's what gives me a little bit of pause. Of course, the one bet I like, I'm like, mm, this seems a little fishy. This line opened at six and was bet down to Nuggets minus four and a half. Forget the money. I don't care. I like the Nuggets here. Right now, Paul George is questionable for this game, Chelsea. And you know how it is for L.A. You never know which one of these dudes is going to sit out from night to night, whether it's Kawhi, whether it's John Wall, whether it's PG. But the Nuggets have won seven of their last ten. This number seems short to me. I don't care if it's going the other way. Nuggets minus four and a half, my favorite NBA play of the night. God, I don't ever want to bet on the Clippers because nobody ever knows who's playing. Uh, Like you said, Paul George questionable. It looks like Kawhi Leonard might be back from his non-COVID illness. Uh, but still, Denver has been a, an absolute wagon, at least straight up at home this year, 14-3 and three when playing their games in Denver. So maybe that is the side. Let's do a little college hoops here on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Uh, first off, let's go to number one Purdue at Ohio State, uh, a Big Ten matchup that should be a good one. We know Purdue can score points in bunches. Jenks, uh, have you looked at this game? Is there anything that we need to know? Well, it's officially a line for sure because Ohio State is laying a point and a half. The total is set at 141 and a hook. And when I see something fishy like this, because you would assume that Purdue should be favored, right? I think mm-hmm. Ohio State is the right side. Everyone's going to focus on Zach Eady, and I get that. He's going to be the best player on the floor. But if you can limit him somewhat, and he's going to get his. He's going to have a double-double. That's what he does. But Purdue is is pretty awful from long range. That's why they slow things down. They want to keep feeding the big man. The Buckeyes, I think their offense with their guard play can slowly overwhelm the Boilers here, especially at home. They have four guys who score in double figures, and they're really disciplined. Good on the offensive boards as well. I can see them getting second-chance points. So I'm going to lay the short number with the Buckeyes. Yeah, I wouldn't talk you off that. Uh, It's hard to back Purdue in this spot just because – 
They're 0-8 against the spread in their last eight games. So the market clearly has been a little too high on Purdue for some reason or another. But both these teams have been really good overall this season. Ohio State, 7-0, and a perfect record at home this year. But you could say that about Purdue. A uh, perfect 2-0 and uh, away from Purdue this season. So I think that's one I'll probably stay away from. Uh, let's go to another good game. It is a rivalry matchup between USC and UCLA. UCLA, the number 10 team in the country, but uh, sometimes it's a different dynamic when it's a rivalry game. Jinx, do you think that alters the handicap at all here? Yeah, I really do. And you rarely see an instance between these two teams where one or the other, and it's usually UCLA laying a big number, wins by double digits. I like USC here. Initially, I I thought about the Bruins because clearly they are a much better team, but this is a big number. You got Jaime Jaquez, who is in his... 18th year at UCLA, <laughs> been there forever. And the Bruins are 4-1 against a number in their last five. However, like you were saying, this is a rivalry game, and the Trojans are really bad against Washington State, but I think that was an anomaly here. On the whole, USC plays really good interior defense, so if UCLA mm-hmm. wants to cover this number, they're going to have to shoot lights out to cover, and I don't think they do. So I'll take the Trojans at the points. Yeah, this is a big number, too. What is it, 12? I think in a rivalry matchup, you take the points here. Plus, USC has proven that they can play against some pretty solid competition. Uh, They have a win over Auburn, who maybe is struggling a little bit more than people expected. But I still think that that is a solid uh, win. I will say that they did cover against a very solid Tennessee team, at least defensively. So I think when you're talking double digits in a rivalry matchup, yeah, give me the points and USC. Uh, Let's go to another, I think this is a divisional matchup or a conference matchup. Number Mm -hmm. nine, Gonzaga at San Francisco. I've made a lot of money playing the Dons over the past couple of years. (laughs) It's a 10 and a half point spread, but we know Gonzaga is capable of scoring a ton of points. So are you taking the points here or do you think Gonzaga runs over the Dons? I think the over is the way to play this one. And I like the Dons. I remember covering the Dons many, many moons ago when I was in Boise, and they were playing in a regional there at Boise State, and their fans were awesome. But total set at 156 and a hook, and the Dons just gave up 80 points to San Diego. This after giving up 79 to Santa Clara. We know how fast Gonzaga likes to play. I like the over. Yeah, I don't think you ever have to, you know, sell me on an over when it comes to Gonzaga. However, I think uh, I'll take the points here uh, with San Francisco. 7-2 at home this year in Gonzaga, I think is tough to fade at home. But on the road, I'll take the points in San Francisco. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.